welcome to episode 17 of the Twisted Trio podcast. I am your host, Brennan Kami Nighthawk, here with... <laughs> Richard Campy Dragon. And... Medina. That Medina. What's up, Ricky? <laughs> what's going on, man? Not much. I'm just double-checking what episode we are on. Yeah, what ep- episode are we on? It is episode 17. I was correct. We missed 15. I need to, re- I need to post that. I'm sorry. Yeah due to some mishaps and things like that tournament stuff going on people are gonna get the second half of the story before they get the first one man eek that's okay i think i think we're just gonna recap it all on this one anyway so cool cool so uh sounds good to me what are are we talking about today ricky uh today we are going to be talking about lcs promotion tournament for both why i guess we're not talking about eu because it's not happening yet but we're going to talk about NA promotional. Yeah, tournament. it's happening tomorrow. Is it happening tomorrow? It, part of it is happening tomorrow, and then the other well, part is happening. Well, you know what? Week. You know what? where we aren't? In tomorrow. What? So we're definitely not. Technically, we're not... technically when, <laughs> when this is published, we will be in the tomorrows. Yes, but we can't predict the tomorrow. Well, we can we can guess for the tomorrows, yeah. but we can't be like, oh, yes, this person will win, this person will win. <laughs> like, we can't do that. We can try. All right. And try uh, we shall. In that case, uh, you want to kick it off in NA promotion tournament? Nah, NA, nah. Yeah. Nah. So for yeah. the North America promotion tournament, so uh, a little update. Um, I was under the impression that the promotion tournament, whoever wins, uh, stay in the LCS, meaning that they only pay $10 million instead of the $13 million uh, buy-in mm-hmm. for the thing. Um, listening to Jap, that's actually not true. Uh, the buy-in for the $10 million is for anyone in the LCS and anyone in the challenger scene already. Uh-huh. So, so what's this, the thirteen million then? The thirteen million is anyone who's not in the challenger scene who mm-hmm. wants to buy in. So say like um, another big gaming um, brand that's not in uh, League of Legends wants to get a League of Legends team, they can come <laughs> on. They can come on in with a thirteen million dollar buy in. Here comes the esports Lakers. <laughs> I I don't think that's what they're looking for. But no, uh, no. Yeah, but yeah, so we, um, that was a little mishap, uh, but apparently listening to other podcasts, I was, we're all, we were all under the same impression, so apparently this promotion tournament has nothing to do with, uh, anything, so, (laughs) like, so both these, both, all these teams that uh, had to do with the tournament can, they can all buy in. Yeah, uh, even I'm a cutie pies team can buy in. Uh, technically, yes. Mm-hmm. Not really, because he's a, because he's still underneath the uh, Echo Fox, and Echo Fox is already in. Oh, that's true. So, well, but what if they pull a FlyQuest? Oh, yeah. Well, they would have they would have had to win and then automatically get put in, and then have to have to change their name and change the team. So, okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, so this promotion tournament meant uh, squat, pretty much. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, so the first match was uh, 
uh, fr Friday, August 11th, it was Phoenix One versus Gold Coin United, where uh, Phoenix One went ahead and won this one, <clears throat> looking pretty strong. And then uh, following that was Team Liquid versus EU United, and uh, Team Liquid beat that one handily. Team Liquid using their uh, Mickey in the mid lane and Dardock as jungle, looking pretty strong. Um, yeah, so then the winners of those two were Phoenix One and Liquid, so they played each other in a best of five on Saturday, August 12th, and uh, Team Liquid uh, almost lost and then reverse swept them. Uh, it was a pretty good match if you want to watch. Um, pretty pretty good all around. I uh, thought it was kind of interesting. If, if you like promotion tournaments, it was interesting. <laughs> um, so, um, so then that meant that uh, Phoenix won, still had to win one more to get back in. Uh, the very next game was the both, both of the losers. It was E United versus Gold Coin United. Uh, EU United won. And uh, I keep saying EU United is actually E United. Sorry. Uh, but E United won against Gold Coin. So Gold Coin was knocked out. And uh, Phoenix One played E United versus, er, on Sunday, August 13th. And Phoenix One won. Uh, solidifying themselves as part of the LCS for another four months until they get rid of uh, all the teams in there <laughs> with franchising. So, um, so yeah, uh, notes to take away from this is that uh, Gold Coin United and E United both were the challenger teams that made it to the promotion series last split, and they made it again this split. So um, essentially, they could have a very good chance of making it onto the LCS roster for the franchising uh, next split. Uh, teams like, uh, not Echo Fox, um, FlyQuest um, might might drop out and one of these might come in. So that could be a good possibility. So, <clears throat> But yeah. Right. Uh, Team Liquid looking pretty strong. Um, to be fair, it they were very strong teams in the promotion series even though phoenix one didn't look very hot they pretty much uh brute forced their way through a lot of these games like uh i mean team liquid in the finals match on saturday um uh, team liquid versus phoenix one phoenix one was up 2-0 and then yeah. they, and then they got they got reverse swept so um, yeah. both um looking i saw strong. i saw that they played uh phoenix one played ryu and it from his record he was doing really well in lane against mickey so, up until the the sweep turned on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, all in all, uh, pretty pretty okay if you <laughs> if you like that stuff. Um, another <laughs> thing to note is that um, so you have the challenger teams for North America as well as the ten teams we already have. Uh, applying for positions and then you also have i don't think we mentioned this last podcast you also have um four european teams uh applying for a spot in the north america um franchise so you have i believe it's uh fanatic g2 splice and h2k all of them have um asked to be a part of the uh north america so that'll be very interesting. I wanted to get your take on that, by the way. How do you feel about having, say, one of these teams do get in, like, uh, Fnatic? Maybe not Fnatic, because I feel like they're, like, 
the EU team. Same with G2. Um, but what about like a Splicer and H2K? How do you feel about that? Um, so my thoughts on that at that point are do the same rules apply to them as have applied to the NA teams up until this point where they could only have a certain number of um, a certain number of import players and a certain number are and domestic players on their team are on the field playing yeah they would time. because in, they're, in they're, case, they're still you're they're still European players yes so. but in which case I would then ask would do you think that the starting lineups of these teams of like the starting players of these teams would then consider uh redistributing their talents to other teams so that that way they can stay in the starting lineup. What do you mean? Okay, so uh, say uh, G2 comes here and they're accepted. Mm -hmm. Well, they have five starting players, right? Right. That's a team. Well, they can only play two of them, right? right. Mm -hmm. Well, they okay. can also, they can also, they so they're allowed to have all of them on their team, I believe. Um, but you can only play two at a time. That's why yes. uh, Team that, Liquid has saying. multiple. Yeah, like Liquid yeah. has multiple Koreans on the team, but yes. they can only play two at a time. So yes, but but what I'm saying is is you have this team that all these guys are are first seeds on their team. They're they're the main players. They only sub out when they're like not feeling well or anything. Do you think that when if that happened once they came to NA? those players would end up leaving the team and redistributing themselves to other teams in the NA that maybe their talents would be used in the first seat. And then maybe also NA teams would let go of their players in hopes of receiving EU players. Um, they, I mean, they could. Uh, that's definitely a possibility. So yeah. the the thing about that is, uh, so they're buying in for like literally like a ten year contract is what it yes. seems like. Um, so basically, you need to have four consecutive years of being at the very very bottom in order to be looked at to be kicked out of the league, right? Which is actually really hard to do. Uh, mm -hmm. Even Liquid has been only at the bottom this last year. I mean, technically it's two splits, but. Yeah. Only only one year of liquid being at the bottom, right? So now when when they say year, do they actually mean year or do they mean splits? I feel like it's year, like okay. worlds. I because, feel like because worlds I feel like that's a I feel like that's a really long time. It is a very long time. And that's why the buy in is so high. Yeah. So um but the thing I have to say is that um I don't think it, it matters about the current rosters as they stand. I think the whole idea of this whole thing is to get get this um league together to where they can have revenue sharing amongst each other have more money flowing around for more for better players and the ability to grow talent so the current yeah. rosters don't really mean anything to them um granted you need a current really good roster in order to have a good fan base obviously to stay out of the promotion tournaments and stuff you know but in the end, they're not looking for the current roster. They're looking for an organization who understands what it's doing. They want organizations who have um, basically fingers in a bunch of pies, meaning a, a bunch of different esports, and they're doing very like very well with it, like a CS:GO team, like maybe like a Super Smash team, Dota team, mm -hmm. uh, you know, all all the other ones on there. So they they're looking for 
basically investors. And the thing I can see is like, say, say G2 gets in somehow, right? Say they're like, yes, we want G2. Um, I feel like G2 would take over the priority of like a FlyQuest or even like a Phoenix One because they have a bigger fan base. And then yeah. they would re-slot other players in there knowing that that system, that foundation that they already have, even though it's in a North America realm now, that it will be successful because it has been successful in the past. So I think that's the idea of it. I mean, it's going to suck for the players if they do get kicked. I mean, because you can only have two. Um, so I don't know. I mean, uh, honestly... It would be kind of cool. So say say they let G2 and Fnatic come over. Those are the two big powerhouses right now in, in Europe. Imagine if they gave them a one-year variance to stay on the team. Can you imagine how much better North America would be having just those two powerhouses of EU in North America being able to play against North, North American teams all the time? Um, those teams were both beat by Phoenix 1. Yeah. But... <laughs> But you, you got to remember that was best of ones. They weren't best of fives or best of threes, okay. what we normally okay. play. Sure. So, True. I mean, granted, I mean, Phoenix One literally was like on some kind of real shit and went crazy. Uh, but now they suck, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, now, now all of their synergy just went down the drain. Oh, did you, have you watched the video yet of... Uh, like special yeah his interview yeah i haven't seen that so tell me about it so basically um they the new lady i can't remember her name uh she's very nice um she's basically the shocks of north america um yeah. but she's uh she's interviewing um uh, special talking about basically their like what's happened and how, how they feel after winning the promotion tournament and he starts off pretty good, uh, like his normal self. Um, he still seems kind of awkward in front of the camera, which kind of makes sense. But he's always done that. Uh, but basically, yeah. he was just talking about, you know, like it's been a struggle. And, and um, that you know, they just came to do what they needed to do or something like that. She asked mm -hmm. another question about what it's been like for him specifically and anything like that. And then he started talking about, He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, like, I just, he's like, I'm just so sorry for, and he started naming people on his team, and then he just started breaking down crying. Um, he's he's a very emotional player, obviously, and that's the reason why he got kicked off at TSM originally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, just think, I mean, he's been on this, he's been, this is his 10th uh, split, which is a lot <laughs> mm -hmm. to be in uh, LCS. Um and not only is he a super veteran, but he just had to fight again in a promotion tournament. So um, from what people are saying is that he, it doesn't look like he's going to be staying with this is, roster is he... and that he might be retiring. Okay. But the, the retiring thing I could see happening. Yeah, um, but that wasn't, it... but it wasn't said. It was just implied because he broke down. And the only thing you can correlate it to was when Dyrus um, when he stepped down, he yeah, he started crying as well. So they just correlated it with it. But uh, after watching it, I don't unless I missed it. I didn't hear him say anything about him retiring. Um, so yeah, yeah. But I, I, I remember seeing Dyrus's interview. That was like right around when I first started watching. Uh, yeah, 
LCS. That was heartbreaking, and, actually. Like Yeah, because he had so many fans who were just like, oh, no, Dyrus, why? Yeah. <laughs> well, also because you see him as such, like, stern, like, you see, like, them as, like, the hard professionals. You don't really see, like, that side of them, you know? Um, I agree. Especially on Dyrus. Like, he's so, he's so fucking monotone, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have expressions. And then you just start seeing him cry, and it's just like, oh, dude, like, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know? He, is, he, is, he was in it, man. He was, he, he loved playing. But, yeah, um, I think I, I think they have a good roster. I think maybe just their um, – I think the back end might be where they could work on it, like management, um, mm-hmm. maybe even have a couple, like, uh, like uh, personal lane coaches – to have someone sit down with them on their specific role, go over that. I think that'll help them a lot because uh, yeah. they have a lot of they have a lot of potential. Uh, I know the memes were pretty pretty huge about Mike Mike the fucking young or whatever the meme was, but yeah. Uh, have there have there been any more? Is uh, there been any more word on whether or not Ree is going to be retiring at the end of the split? I haven't heard anything. Um, he played really well in this promotion tournament. Uh, give or take one or two games so I'm not sure I don't know if he just needed like a break um, that's why they brought in Imperium yeah I, I I don't know because you gotta imagine he got he was in semifinals last year at Worlds right yeah granted they didn't play any fucking Korean teams and their first the quarterfinals match they played against the wildcard team like not taking mm-hmm. anything away from the wildcard team but like H2K should be able to be a wildcard team you know what i mean like yeah so um but i mean it's got to be really hard the guy originally played 1v1 zed mid lane against faker and lost and he is not (laughs) he's not done really anything spectacular since then so he's probably just needed like a little mental break he could be done i'm not sure um but that's usually what north america's for a lot of yeah. uh, professionals come here because the money's better and you don't have to work as hard. Um, that's what I've heard. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> um, what, what you mean is they come here and they go like, oh, all the mid laners in, in, in A suck. I got this. It's actually more about uh, streaming because uh, you can make is more it? money. Yeah. The, the like, um, I mean, Double F specifically, when he was, he wasn't, off tsm but you know he was streaming the whole time i mean yeah. he made a shit ton of money um well well you say that but skt puts out a stream every day right with faker and sometimes with their whole team right but that doesn't go directly to the team i mean that goes well, directly faker, to the team Faker's it doesn't make money it nonetheless true but yeah. i mean you're also putting you're also talking about like you know, uh, basketball players, and then you throw LeBron in there. Like, obviously, he's gonna get paid. He's like one of the most famous and well-known basketball players. Like he, mm-hmm. but um, now I'm talking about like people who have been like people know them, but they don't really like. I mean, it's last year. If I said Ryu, would you even know who he was because he was on H2K? Um before Worlds. I, 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 I would have known who he was just because I had watched the previous Worlds. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, but anyway. So yes. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so streaming here would be more profitable for them. 
Um, and NA teams have the money to buy these big names to have them as streamers. So, mm -hmm. so this that is, being said, Doublelift is still streaming. Right, but he's not... Okay, but, uh, so there's a difference between streaming... He's not streaming as much. It, there's a difference between streaming for a living and playing on a team and streaming. Because all the players stream now. It's like uh, kind of a mandatory thing. Yeah, just about. They, it's like hours. Yeah, it's like, but oh, I'm talking about... I'm, like, talking oh, about like, I'm, cutie, I'm talking about like I'm a cutie pie. I'm talking about Skara, Voiboy. All these players were like super big names in their prime. And now all they do is stream. And they're the face of their stream. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. But what I'm... But Doublelift has his own stream. He has his own channel. He doesn't, he doesn't just stream on the TSM channel. Right. And he's also and he's, not he's also not retired. And he's also not retired. He and like he's maintained. He has, he has scrim blocks with TSM and yeah. he does TSM meetings. So he doesn't dedicate an entire stream day to streaming. He does off time streaming even though True. it's on his own thing. True. But uh, his videos have not declined in their quality since he started <laughs> when he was doing like full time streaming. They have not declined in quality. They're still great. I know that they pay an editor for that, obviously, but they're still great. They're still wonderful to watch. I mean, if you like watching, I don't know. I don't find Doublelift very uh, fun to watch. What? I don't. You need to watch the stream. I'm, I'm an eighty. I'm an eighty k main, and uh, I don't know. I just I've been spoiled with watching. I'm a cutie pie, I guess. Just just go to his YouTube channel and watch the highlights from his streams. They're they're great. They're good stuff. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's move on to EU. EU. European. Ugh. That's actually going to start tomorrow. EU. Exactly. <clears throat> so EU's is different. Uh, they do. They're doing the same way they did uh, the previous split, which is really fucking dumb. Uh, <laughs> so they're going to have the first round uh, this week. It's going to be Thursday, August seventeenth, and Friday, August eighteenth. This looks freaking gross, dude. Yeah. I am not happy about this at all. I'm looking at it, I'm just like, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Get it's pretty this bad. out of here. And then the the following um, the following rounds will be played the following week, which is Thursday, August 24th, and Friday, August 25th. It's the same as the uh, North America prom promotion series. So the way it works is the two teams play, um, I'm sorry, the four teams play each other. The winners of both games get put into the winner's bracket. The both losers get put into a loser's bracket. Then the following round is the winners play each other and the losers play each other. The winners of uh, the winner of the winner's bracket moves on to the LCS, and the loser of the winner's bracket plays the winner of the loser's bracket, if that makes sense. And, uh -huh. um, and the winner of that plays Friday, August 25th. <clears throat> and that is the last team to be put into the LCS, and the other ones go back to Challenger Series. And this is a big deal because this promotion series is they're not franchising. Yes, is is there is going to be around the following year as well, until yeah. further notice, obviously. So yep, um, yep. So you, the question. go ahead. So the team that Mysterious Monkeys plays tomorrow. Um, I noticed, yeah, Shauka. That's that's their name, Shauka. Yeah, FC Shauka. 
Okay. <clears throat> it's a giant um, uh, f- football uh, soccer organization in Europe. Okay. All right. That that all makes sense. But I'm looking at their symbol, right? Their their little their little name gamer tag thing, the thing that floats next to their name when they're in game, is S zero four. Right? That's cool. I'm fine with that. Whatever. But I'm looking at their symbol, and I see S zero four. But around the S zero four is a giant G. For gaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for gaming. But I feel like that should be maybe part of their little their little gamer taggy thingy. Maybe. Their gamer taggy thingy? Their logo? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 not their logo. Their little, so, you know, the, I'm talking about the little thing that pops up next to their, their I name when they're in game. This is just a weird thing that I'm being nitpicky on because I was like, there's a freaking G there. They don't even mention the G. How dare they? Wait. <laughs> I don't even know what their gamer tag is. It's SO4. It's S04. Really? Yes. Huh, interesting. And it says FC Shoka. Like their their full thing, like it like you have SKT uh telecom or SK Telecom one, right? Theirs is FC Shoka 04. They don't even mention gaming or anything like that. It's not like Ed Edgeword gaming or anything like that, right? So Edward, I'm like, I'm, which which makes me continue to think like, why the hell is there a G on their logo? I get it that it's gaming, but like, come on. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> if, if you're not going to even go mention it in the name, like why? Like that is just confusing, dude. Just close the circle, make it a circle. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they probably they need to distinguish between the soccer league and the. E-League, right? Sure, sure. I mean, that's what I, mean, I would assume. I honestly they, don't know what Shelka actually looks like in normal. That could that could possibly be a completely different logo, so I don't know. Excuse me. Um, so, anyway, the first game is going to be uh, Thursday, August 17th. Like I said, it's uh, Mysterious Monkeys versus FC Shelka uh-huh. with a big fat G. And then the next game is the following day, uh, Friday, August 18th. That's Ninjas in Pajamas versus Giants. So the way it's looking is um, you have Kickus and Amazing on Mysterious Monkeys now, but this team is still god-awful. Um, I haven't watched any of the Shelka games. There's a reason why Shelka got dropped uh, the previous year, because they were not good. So, um, But apparently they're good enough to get back in the Challenger Series. Granted, I heard that the EU Challenger Series is really bad, so I don't know exactly what to believe. Uh-huh. But uh, if Mysterious so, Monkeys loses, I would not be surprised, is what I'm saying. So I'm looking at the Shoka logo for soccer, uh-huh. and it's the exact same. Oh, with the G as well? Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so. Okay. And, uh, that is weird. Yeah. I knew there was something up there, man. Anyway, go on. Um, yeah, uh, so that's my two cents on that. Uh, the second game, Ninjas in Pajamas. I believe Ninjas will make it in. Um, just how they looked against Fnatic. Granted, who knows what Fnatic was doing the last um, the last week. <clears throat> but uh, they got shit on. They got 2-0'd by Ninjas in Pajamas. I think this is a good enough team to beat uh, Giants Gaming. So. Um, so my prediction is it's probably going to be Ninjas in Pajamas. 
wins and Giants goes to loser bracket. I believe Mysterious Monkeys could win, but I'll probably just give it to Shalka just because. Uh, so then you have Ninjas in Pajamas versus Shalka. I think Ninjas will take it. Shalka will go to losers. <clears throat> the winner of losers or whatever. And I think Giants don't make it in. And I think it's up in the air between Mysterious Monkeys and Shalka. I wouldn't be surprised if Shalka gets back in, is what I'm saying. I don't have any faith in Giants. I didn't when they were in the LCS. I don't have any faith in Mysterious Monkeys. And I don't know anything about the Shalka team. So I'm going off of a whim. So, yeah. And yeah, I think I think I agree with you. Okay. I, think, I think you're on to something there. <clears throat> okay, cool. Um, so we're going to move on. Right. Uh, Ricky is uh, punching his baby at the moment, so no, I am not. I am not punching my child. My child <laughs> is having his diaper changed right now. Ew. He's very emotional. He's tired. He's sleepy, and he he just really wants to be held. So gotcha. Okay. Um, so we'll move on. Uh, so yeah. the next thing I wanted to talk about was. Um, What do you want to do? What do you want to do? You want to do Orn next? Yeah, let's do Orn. Okay. Or did you want to? Did you want to talk about the way Cities ended up? Um, it's up to you. Is it is between the two? So whichever one you well, want. I to mean, talk about first. Sit, I feel like Cities is more related to LCS. Okay. So yeah, we'll talk so, about Cities. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So basically, um, Ricky and I. You guys didn't hear this yet because I didn't post the podcast. I'm sorry. Uh, Rick and I made it onto a the cities league. Um, league of Legends posted a thing about uh, it's a city versus city championship. Uh, basically, what it is is a three uh, three game uh, season uh, quote unquote where basically each city plays others other cities in its division. Uh, they play the other three, <clears throat> and then the winners of that. Uh, they win their division, then they play in semifinals. There's no quarterfinals, and then they play in the finals. Um, we went three and zero in our division. We beat uh, Denver Drakes, Dallas Dynamite, and Houston Blast. Uh, we were the Phoenix Blaze, and um, yeah, we did really good. Uh, then we went up against Seattle Siege in the semifinals, and they unfortunately beat us. Um, it was actually a one game. They beat us by one game. Um, it's a point-based system, and it was our highest-tier team versus their highest-tier team. Um, and it was 28-28, to 28, and uh, our, our, boys in, uh, our boys in red just couldn't uh, finish it. Boys and, in orange, bro. Well, we were, on, we were the red side. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um bro who 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 goes by the colors on the map go by the jersey color uh boys in orange sorry um but uh yeah so we uh we lost that unfortunately uh we did we did make semis which is a really big deal since this is phoenix's first time going um i had a blast um and i believe it's the it ended up uh seattle siege versus Chicago Force, which they're actually playing right now, so we'll see how that one goes. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who I want to win, but uh, probably Seattle Siege because Chicago Force won it last year. <clears throat> but um, yeah, all in all, um, really good shit from our team. Like 
I was super impressed over all of it. Um, let's, uh, you want to talk about, um, why don't we go through, because they haven't heard yet, so let's talk about uh, Denver Drakes, then we'll do Houston Blast, and then Dallas Dynamite, and then Seattle Siege. All right. If you can remember that far back. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, Denver Drakes was my team's single loss that we had. We we won one, lost one against them. And um, you, were, you were team what? We were team K. So in, we were in tier what? four as team K, and I was playing the role of jungle. Um, and it, that match actually was it. So the, the first match that we played against them, we actually won it pretty easily. I played on Trundle and I essentially just eliminated one, the threat of their jungler who was playing Skarner. And then I also was able to remove the threat of one of their tanks, which I believe they had Skarner and then they had another tank either in top lane or in bottom lane. It, which was great. My team really um, synergized around me. They knew they they knew that if I said like I ulted on to X, they attacked X and they eliminated X, and then we went on to kill their team. So that was that was always great. Um, the and so we we won the first match very handily. The second match against the Drakes, um, their jungler took Skarner again. They banned out my trundle, and on my side of the computer screen, uh, my team and I are talking, and we were like, oh, let's let's try to switch up the draft. You know what? You go first. You pick for me. You pick for me. You pick for me. Um, we did not realize at that point that we didn't have a apparently a tournament roster where you have all the champions unlocked. So, oh, yeah. so I picked for my mid laner. And then my mid laner went to go pick for me, but didn't have the champion that I was going to play, which in this case would have been Vi. Um, so instead, what he did, uh, so I would, so I was like, kind of like, um, I don't know what to go with. I should have, what I should have gone with was I should have just said like, oh, pick Zinzal, right? Pick something safe that I know how to play. But I was like trying. For some reason, I became super meta slave at that moment. And I was just like, uh, go Gragas. You have Gragas. Pick Gragas, right? I was like, anyone can play Gragas. That's bullcrap. Gragas is pretty complicated if you don't know how to play him. So, um, a big, I'm going to say a big part of why we lost was just one, the initial flub in the, the champion draft. Two, our team comp wasn't that good once we got on the field. I don't even remember what our team comp was once we were out there. And three, I didn't. I played terrible on Gragas, and I kind of fed my ass off, which was not good. So that was the one game we lost of the entirety of the tournament. Now, tell me about your day against the Denver Drakes. Uh, so against the Drakes, uh, it was a while ago. So, um, so the first game, uh, we did a dirty, dirty, cheesy comp. Uh, my top laner plays a really good Garen, so he went Garen. Um, Basically, we were like, let's just pile all CC together. So we had Garen in the top lane. We had a Mumu jungle, uh, Oriana mid. Well, uh, what team were you on? What team were you on? Uh, that's right. I'm sorry. Uh, I was Team I in Tier Three, and I was the AD carry. 
80 carry. Carry, carry. Um, yeah, so my top laner went Garen, uh, Jungle Amumu, mid lane, Orianna. Um, I don't remember what my support was at the time. Oh, Galio. Yeah. Uh, he went Galio. And then I believe I went Tristana that game. And we just literally manhandled them. Like, holy shit. Um, every time one of us called that we were going in, we all went in. And we had uh, super good synergy. Um, mm -hmm. Pretty good because... <laughs> so, the previous... Uh, the Monday before that Wednesday, we had our um, scrims. <laughs> and they did not go very well. So, I was like, oh, this is going to be a little rough. But, um, but yeah, so we, w we won that one pretty handily. Then the next game, I don't know if it was because we were overconfident. Um, or we let them have J4... We let them have, um, uh, it was J4, Vi, and they had an assassin mid laner. I can't remember which one at the time. Um, that but, sounds very dangerous already. Yeah. Like, just the J4 <laughs> and the Vi? Yeah. Um, so, the thing I was trying to think of was, like, ooh, what AD carry do I want to play? Uh, because I can't, um, I ba basically, if J4 jumps on me, I'm dead. Like, so I, I tried to pick someone that was super safe. I picked easy. I know he's not good right now, but picked him, and we just got Ronfle stomped. Uh, That's oh, their, kind of troll, bro. Their, their mid laner was Annie. <laughs> so Flash their mid laner was Annie. Okay. Flash Tibbers all day. And their AD carry got all of their kills, no matter where she was, which was pretty upsetting. And she was Jinx. So she kind of got hyper-fed. Yeah. So we ended up losing that one. So we went one on one uh, Still pretty strong. And yeah, so then the next game was against the Houston Blast. Mm -hmm. <coughs> um, for this one, I played uh, Sivir the first game. Uh, don't remember my team comp very well. Um, yeah, I played Sivir the first game. Uh, I can't remember my team comp at all. All I remember was that... Uh, um, Oh, this was my Rakan game. Nice. So I, I went Sivir. Uh, my jungler went Maokai. My mid laner went uh, Orianna. Top lane went, uh, I, w I think it was Galio. Yeah, he went Galio. And then uh, my support went um, Rakan. And I went Sivir, obviously. And yeah. basically, we won, we won this game because my support was like, uh, we basically disengaged, 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 and he's like, he's like, all right, I'm going in, let's go now. And he would just fucking jump in, ulti four of them, I pop my ulti, and we would just destroy him. Like, <laughs> it was such good play by him. Um, my jungler had really good follow-up CC, and then you have the Galio ulti, so um, mm -hmm. just all around, our team played really well. And then the second game, um, I played Tristana again. Um... She's probably she's my most played. Um, yeah. Uh, this was uh, basically a stomping as well. Um, I don't remember this team comp at all. Um, I believe it was a bard or a thresh on my support top laner went. I believe the same thing. Galio, mid laner went uh, Malzahar, which is pretty strong. Um, yeah, and we just ended up uh, winning that one pretty handily too. So how about yeah. you, Houston Blast? Go. So Houston Blast, uh, my, we came to find out that the enemy team had a, um, an ADC 
that was a total smurf. Oh, I thought no, I thought that was the uh, platinum midlaner oh. Syndra. Oh no! Hang on, let me let me let me double check. Uh, I'm pretty sure your Dallas no. your Dallas game was the 80 carry because he went. Um, yes. He had the 500 farm. That was that was Dallas, not yes. Houston. You're correct on that, sir. No, 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 no. Wait, hang on. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go back. I'm, I'm looking over the teams right now. Uh, or I'm looking over my match history right now. Okay, so this was back on the 7th. I've played too much Earth. It's, uh... Yeah, I've played a lot of Earth too. Um, so this is back on the 7th. Let's see. Okay, so this was a win and then a win. Okay, so this must have been the Houston. Um, and yeah, they did. They, yeah, they went Syndra. Um, so yeah, they had a, a platinum mid laner in Syndra, and we were like, "Oh, okay, uh, we're gonna play back. We're gonna play really safe." I was super unaggressive in this match. In my top laner, it was a really good player. He was uh, last season. He was like gold, and he was actually originally supposed to be put into tier two. And they were like, uh, you've only made it into bronze so far this year, or you've only made it as high as silver so far this this season, so we're going to put you into tier four, right? So he ends up on my team, and he is a really good player. He was really good with his shot calling. He was good with his game knowledge and everything like that. And what was great about him, and he, he was still really open to listening to myself and my other teammates as far as like, hey, maybe we shouldn't do this right now. We should actually go do this right um so because of that we were all really are we were able to move around the map very rapidly and we were uh we were able to make the right decisions very quickly um because there wasn't like a huge like i'm in the charge i'm the leader you listen to me you do not do like there's none of that i don't think there was much of that anywhere in the tournament honestly but uh so i was on buy um, I was essentially a farming bot for like, I want to say the first 10 minutes of this match. Like I just couldn't get a gank off anywhere. Um, my mid laner went Oriana. He had been practicing a lot of Oriana. So he went Oriana into the Syndra and, uh, we got a pick on the Syndra, um, which was great. And then from there on. Um, my top laner, he got two double kills against the jungle and the top laner in a row, I want to say. And he just snowballed the crap out of the game. He ended the match 13-3 uh, and 17 on NAR, which is pretty good, right? right. Um, my, my ADC did well, everything. I, as I said, I was just kind of like a passive like CC bot. I ended 3-3 three, three and 9, which isn't bad, just not the greatest, right? Right. Um, but the match went well, and we won. And I was, like, happy about that. Uh, so we moved on to the second match. Uh, they banned me off my Vi. Or actually, I th I'm pretty sure they banned me off my Vi. Why did it put me all the way back up there? Okay, here we go. Um, let's see. Does this show the bans? No, it does not. Okay, so they did not ban me off my Vi. They actually banned the top laner away from... From yeah, okay, so they banned the top laner away from Nara, they banned our ADC out, and they banned our mid laner out. Um and they banned Darius. For some reason. No one on my team played Darius. So instead, 
uh, my top laner went Nasus, and then I went Trundle. And they ganked the crap out of my top laner really early on. Uh, they took a cheese Twitch ADC or Twitch jungle, and I immediately knew like, hey, he's going to try to cheese a uh, he's going to try to cheese a gank at level two. Like he's literally going to take his red buff and he's going to immediately go to a lane. And I was like, he's going to come mid. Just be be careful mid. He's going to come mid, right? And so my mid laner was playing back. Twitch didn't do that. Instead, what he did was he took his blue buff. He went straight, or no, he took my red buff. And he went straight to the top lane, and uh, my top laner got overwhelmed. He got killed really early on, right? Um, so after that, I or we fell behind. I want to say by about three kills, something like that. Oh no, we never fell behind. We were ahead this entire game. What the hell? Um, but yeah, we we fell behind in kills but we didn't stay behind in kills. At some point, Twitch was like, I'm gonna counter jungle this Trundle, right? And I caught him at my uh, Krug, and I didn't see him, but I did see the Krug attacking something, and I threw up a pillar right behind where whatever he was attacking would be, and I run up to Twitch, he's stuck in between the wall and my pillar, and I just beat the crap out of him and killed him. And so I get that kill, I get that gold, he already had two kills because he had ganked top lane twice. Um, I take that, I go bot lane, and uh, get some stuff going there. At some point, we get a team fight going. My top laner at this point was like five and he was like five and three. I think I got some counter ganks in uh, to get some kills in, but he was like he was zero five and three, so he had no kills on Nasus, but he was still farming up. He was still doing good. He was doing good on stacks. He actually didn't end the game with that much many that much CS, but I don't think this game went that long anyway. And we had a team fight go. I dropped a ward. He teleported to it. He walked out of the team fight, uh, or he went over the. It wasn't just the team fight, but over the course of the next like five minutes, he went from being zero five and five to seven five and five. Because we just like we kept just catching people out, and he would just run up, and he would cane them to death with the new fifty uh, percent reduced Q, right? Right. Um, so he ended the match thirteen five and five. I ended three four nine, which I was a tank, so that's fine. Um, yeah, we that match went really well for us, and and by the end of it, we were just like, yeah, this was awesome. This was great. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, it, it just turned really well in our favor. We ended 13,000 gold ahead. Nice. Eh, 12,000 gold ahead. But yeah, it was good. So tell me about yours. Your, your, your match history for, against the Houston. Oh, wait, you already talked already, about Houston last time. I already did, bro. It's like you don't even listen to me, bro. What? what the, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I just I just forget sometimes <laughs> that these things happen. I'm sorry. Uh, All right. So the next one was uh, Dallas. Yeah. I, do you want me to start off Dallas? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so Dallas, the Dallas Dynamite. These Dynamite. These these cheesy these freaking cheating mother effers 
Um, we come to find out that the ADC on the opposing team for Dallas Dynamite is 100% Smurf. He had like he uh, he had just made his account this season, and every like you looked at his match history, and it was just like every single match he had carried, every single match he had a high C or he had a high uh, he had like what am I even trying to say? He had a high CS and. It, like he was freaking good dude and so we go into this first match he's playing on Jin. my team has a comp of uh my mid laner is oriana my support is uh who's this guy galio and then my adc is playing on misfortune my top laner is playing um chogoth the most cheesy champion in the game right now and i am playing on bye and we know that this ADC is freaking good. In my bot lane, they were playing super safe, but they're they're talking to me and they're just like, dude, this guy is just pushing us all around the lane. Like this guy doesn't even care. He is not scared of us at all. He's just pushing us all around the lane. So they're having to play back. They're having to play underneath their turret. Um, but they were able to deny him from getting kills early on. And my team was able to get a lot of kills in all of our lanes. My mid laner was able to get kills on the enemy's Cassiopeia. Um, I was able to get a few, a couple kills on the Cassiopeia. My top laner was able to get kills on Chogoth and get real big. Um, my ADC at some point was able to get a few kills just in team fights, playing as Misfortune with that AOE ultimate. And uh, we were doing really well we are up in gold we are up in kills but we were starting this match went to 50 minutes because the enemy team what just had so much disengage and the only thing keeping us from breaking into their base was this freaking adc this adc had by the end of the match had 469 cs he went six one in five and that one that we killed him on is the one that won us the game uh he was playing way back he had a bunch of disengage he had a malphite he had a uh he had an alistair he had an elise he had and then he had the uh cassiopeia who could throw down the you can't use your mobile abilities over this zone zone right mm-hmm. um so we got to the 40 i want to say we're at about 48 minutes my top laner goes like dude we need to make something happen or we're gonna lose this game they're going to outscale us and i was like yeah yeah i know that i know (laughs) yeah that that is very apparent to me i know that no one else on his team is really doing well their mid lane or their jungler is like three eight and four mid laner is two five and six and their uh, top laner was two six and six so no one is really doing well aside from their ADC. Their ADC is at full build. He steps out of their base um, uh, through the gate on bot side or bot side jungle coming from red side. He steps out. He gets a shot off on me, takes a third of my health, and that wasn't on his fourth shot, right? Mm-hmm. And then he steps back inside the gate. But right when he stepped back inside the gate, I pushed uh, or I got a ward in there. And I pushed my ultimate onto him and I ran to him as I, I'm going to kill him right now. I'm just going to burst him down. I have enough damage as by, I can do this. Well, I didn't have enough damage to burst him down. 
and his team immediately turned on me to kill me. But my uh, mid laner, as Oriana, had dropped her ball on me, and right as everyone jumped on me, she went ultimate, boop, popped everyone up, and the Jin died from the burst. And we were just like, oh, they have no damage. We killed everyone. We're just like, go, 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 go. We kill, we kill the turret. We kill the inhibitor. We kill both the Nexus turrets and we kill the Nexus. And we were just super freaking hyped. And that was game one for us. That was so, it was such an emotional roller coaster for us. We were just like, oh my gosh, are we going to win? Are we going to lose? What's going on here? What's going to happen? Um, the second match comes around. And they banned me out of my Vi. And not just my Vi, they looked at my match history and they banned me out of my Trundle. And I'm like, oh, oh man, that, that kind of sucks. Uh, huh. We need, the thing that was screwing us up last time is that they, we couldn't catch out that freaking ADC of theirs. What can I do to facilitate that? Huh, we just played a match where we were up against a Skarner and he snowballed the second game by catching out our mid laner and just dragging them out from under the turret and killing them. I'll play Skarner. So we start the match. I'm on Skarner. Not a champion. I play a lot, but I'm pretty familiar with him. I played a lot of him when uh, they first did the rework. And we, we were losing really hard at the beginning of the match. Really hard. Uh, my top laner was kind of uh, outplaying himself. Like, he was, he was like, oh, I got this, I got this. And then he would die, and he's like, oh, man, and it, which has a negative effect on your psyche and everything like that. And it, that was fine. All of us were really positive. We're all like, oh, we got this. We're fine. We're good. Um, we were still behind in gold, or we were staying behind in gold. We were down in kills. I want to say at the this game ended in 38 minutes. I want to say at about the 25-minute mark, we were, like, one and nine I want to say the enemy team had nine kills, which was pretty tough on us. Um, and we just couldn't do anything. Their, their ADC this time around, though, he went Urgot. He's like, I'm going to be an aggressive ADC. It, he could have gone Lucian and probably did a lot more and could have stayed relevant. But instead, he went Urgot, and he got a lot of these cheese kills early on because he, he could just, like, jump in, get all of his damage off on his W. This is after the rework. And then if he hadn't killed them, he could just execute them with his ultimate, um, which is what he did. And he went, he early on, he got like seven kills and I couldn't gank him because he was too tanky. Uh, they had a, uh, who's the stupid champion that I always hate playing against Sona. They had a Sona as their support. So they're just healing. They have this tank. They have a, uh, they have a Maokai top lane. So he's just has heals for days. They have a drain tank in the jungle in Warwick. And then again, they have the, the Cassiopeia in the mid lane because she has she brings a lot of utility. Um, Cassiopeia ended up going 7, 1, and 10 against my mid laner. My mid laner didn't drop all those kills to her, but uh, he, he was definitely targeted. My top laner was targeted a little bit. But at some point during the course of the game, when I was playing Skarner, and I want to, I want to put in this disclosure too. Early on in this game, I died to my jungle. Yeah, I remember. I got, that. I yeah, I got killed by my Krugs. It was really bad. <laughs> so 
I was in my top laner was like, are you okay, dude? I was like, uh, I think I'm fine. I was just in euphoria and like, and I was just like dumbfounded that I was about to die to my jungle. <laughs> right. And then I died to my jungle. Um, so yeah. So at some point I got too tanky for them to deal with. And I had so much CDR that I could just essentially use all my abilities just like over and over and over again. And then if I ran out of mana, which I never did because I had a frost or frostborn gauntlet, I could just run into the jungle, run to one of my nodes and immediately regen all of my mana, which if you don't know, if that's how Skarner works. That's how Skarner works. Um, and I was really fast. I was able to get around the map and everything. And it, but at some point we got to, to where it was like, Oh, we're getting into a team fight. I would just grab one of their team whether it's the Sona or the Urgot or the Warwick who would try to jump in and like suppress my ADC, grab them, we'd blow them up, and then we'd just proceed to go after the rest of their team, and I would just front line. And uh, we, I want to say at some point we got a few kills. We, uh, the enemy was kind of backing off and trying to regroup. We were like, we're going to freaking cheese this. Uh, we're going to cheese the, the Baron Nasher. We killed the Baron Nasher. Uh, we back, we go get some final items, we get into this team fight where we're pushing into their base, and they're, uh, and at some point we're like, oh wait, hang on, this is this is starting to go wrong, we need to back off. We start to back off, their Urgot is chasing, I want to say my mid laner, and he's running right alongside me as Skarner. And I went, well that was a mistake, and I grab him with my ultimate, drag him into my team, we kill him, and we just took their base and won. Hmm. We were so freaking ecstatic. <laughs> we were just so stoked. We were like, oh, my God, we won. Um, my, my, my mid laner said that we had won the game 4,000 gold behind, but I'm, I'm looking at the stats right now on uh, the league website, and it's actually showing that we were 2,000 gold up by the end of it, but we we're still five kills down. So, yeah, we were really happy to win this one. This one was a really tough match. Their ADC was an incredible player, and we did not enjoy playing against him at all, but we uh, we pulled it out, and we won. Yay! I ended that match 2-4-11, and 11, and one of those deaths was to the freaking jungle. So embarrassed. I call myself a jungle name. I do. <laughs> Anyway, tell us about your recollection against uh, the, what is it, the, the Dallas Dynamite. Dynamite. The Dynamite. Uh, so I'm not going to go as in-depth <laughs> as you Sorry, did. I was super hype about that match, uh, so I, a lot of that which, stuff. Which was, is good, which is good. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, I played Dallas Dynamite. Uh, first game, they banned out uh, my Tristana, they banned out my Lucian, they banned out uh, Twitch that banned out my easy, <laughs> and we banned Caitlyn. So not very many yeah. to uh, play. So I think I played. <laughs> I had to play Sever. Um, Which is like your old, like your old main, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's like my like go to. Um, <laughs> she's like the safest out of all of them. But um, oh, yeah. and uh, just an update, just a heads up. I believe uh, Chicago Force just won. Um, I'm looking at a picture right now. It's uh, 34 to 11. Take that, Seattle. Um, so, <laughs> Jesus. Um, 
One, it's not even fair that Chicago can play. Like, you know that they have, like, one ping. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I played uh, several of my first game. Uh, again, we had a really good team comp again. Uh, top laner went Galio. Uh, jungler went, I believe he went Elise this game. Mm-hmm. And, um, or maybe it was Maokai. Maybe he went Maokai this game. And my support went Bard. And basically, they just, they couldn't do anything. Um, we we were just everywhere. Um, they actually got a Draven on us. And I don't know if you guys know this, but I fucking hate the, I hate Draven so much. Um, but um, <laughs> the, uh, the guy playing Draven did not know how to play Draven. Uh, and that's not like, you know, me talking shit or anything. It's like, literally, he didn't press it as an advantage. I was just sitting in lane. I didn't do anything. Um, so he yeah, didn't, he didn't try to go for the early kill and then the follow no, up kill and, and he had follow up kill after that. Right, and he had a Janna support. Like he had all the means to like harass me out of lane, but he didn't. So um, with now, a Janna support, he had all the means to freaking kill you, dude. Exa- I know that's what I'm saying. Like he, he, all he had to do was get shielded, and one axe would have half my health. But um, yeah, yeah, and it, it actually got to the point where um, I noticed Janna went mid. And then I was like, wait, this guy's alone. I was like, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. So uh, I waited for, because, you know, Dravids tend to be a little more aggressive. So I walked up as if, like, I'm dumb and farming, and he went on me. And as soon as he did that little stand-aside move, I shielded it. I Q, I auto him, and I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And then all of a sudden, Jan is back in my lane. I ulti to act like I'm running away. And uh-huh. uh, I hide in the bush, and Draven comes right back to lane. I auto W auto Q and he dies instantly. And I was like, did I just two V one this shit? Like, Oh my God. Um, and then we pretty much, uh, we took our Baron. Uh, we ended it really quickly. I think it was like literally, uh, um, like 24, 25 minutes in the very last team fight. We're killing people under their Nexus towers and we're just going, we're going. And I'm like, Oh my God, guys, I don't have any boots. <laughs> I didn't realize it. To like the very end of the game, uh, and then thank God I died, and I only say this once. Thank God I died, because <laughs> uh, at the because <laughs> they finished it while I was dead. But while I was dead, I purchased boots and a GA, so it looked like I was actually doing something right. Um, You're like, yeah, I was trying, basically. So yeah, so <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> uh, but that was, yeah, that was my little stint on it. Um, so the first game went really well. Then the second game happened, and holy shit, the second game. Um, well, I'll, I'll get that in a sec. Uh, so the second game <laughs> happened. Um, they left open my Tristana, so I first picked the Tristana. They picked the Sivir instead, which I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Then um, I went, uh, the top laner went, my top laner, that is, went Galio again. My jungler went Elise, and my mid laner went... Um, uh, Vigor. But the problem was their their top laner went Katarina and their mid laner went Kassadin. Mm-hmm. Um, holy shit. That team was fucking scary. They literally two-shot me under towers, Zanyas, and we, oh, we just could not do anything. It got too much. Um, so we ended up losing that one, unfortunately, but all in all, um, we played a total of eight games and, um, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. That's, 
<laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's uh, I'm talking about the game that just happened. Shit. Yeah. Uh, so that game, I went uh, Tristana. Uh, they went Akali mid is the thing that was crazy that game, and they went a Malkai top. Uh, again, the guy went uh, Galio top on my team, and my mid laner went. I want to say he went Oriana, um, and jungler went Elise. But uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, she was two shot of me under towers. The Akali was, and then yeah. it got to the point where all we did was lock down the Akali, and she was nothing. We ended up winning and moving on. So, yeah, I kind of got uh, semifinals mixed with Dallas. <laughs> Oops. Wow. Well, but um, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So then, moving into uh, semifinals, we played Seattle Siege. Uh, first game, I uh, played Sivir again. Uh, crushed it. Um, again, team. My team was just on point. Every time we said to do something, we we were all there. Uh, every time someone was like, "Back off, I'm not ready," we backed off. Uh, good Galio olds from my my um, my top laner. Uh, he's pretty good with those. Um, we he would be like, "I need a I need a TP top." Like, okay, well TP top, clear that wave, and then just start hitting bottom. And as soon as he did, they would initiate us, and he would ulti us. So. Uh, my support did really well with um, Bard ultis and Rakan ultis, like super good. Always caught them off guard. Um, just all around did really well. Uh, jungler was everywhere, wherever he needed to be, he was there. And uh, my mid laner just, just if I didn't carry, my mid laner carried, um, and vice versa. So um, just all around good shit. Won that mm-hmm. game. Then the second game is the game I was talking about. Uh, game we lost. I got Tristana. And they went uh, Katarina top, Cassid in mid. I actually bought full boots this game. And, um, yeah, they just, it was too much. They just two-shotted me every time. They two-shotted my mid laner. So, um, hard, hard-fought game. Uh, couldn't come away with W, but all in all, we went, again, uh, eight games. So we went six and two. So, that's a pretty good record. Yeah. Um, not as good as Ricky's. But yeah. <laughs> um, so in the semifinals, my team we went up against. Uh, uh, we went up against another team, and the first thing that we noticed when we were checking out all the players and everything, checking them out on op.gg, is that none of these guys were Smurfs, which we are all very happy about. We were like, "Oh, hey, we th- this is like a fair match. Like this is fine. This is good." Um, so we, we went into this match a lot more uh, comfortable, I will say, and not loose. Like, we, we were still like, oh, th- this is a tournament. We got to focus. We got to win. But we were a lot more comfortable going into this match. We weren't playing so scared early on. Um, and we, that especially stayed true when the enemy, uh, the enemy team decided not to ban out our mid laner's favorite champion, which is Echo. And that is his favorite champion, his his one trick, his all time round. Like he he's like level seven with five hundred thousand additional experience on top of that, or something like that. Um, he's good on Echo. He he plays it really well. He knows a lot about the champion. And so the first match starts, and I'm on Vi, and we decided like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna just try to keep this very. Um, we're going to try to keep it very uh, aggressive. And the top laner took 
a Pantheon, which my top laner did not like very much. And so my top laner was on Fiora, so I went, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna come top and we're gonna we're gonna dumpster this Pantheon. Um so we kill the Pantheon pre six, and then post six, their Trindomir shows up in my jungle and tries to uh tries to steal my blue buff. And when he comes to steal my blue buff, I'm fighting him, I'm on by. He's still he's still uh He's on Trinomir, he's still not, he hasn't hit six yet. So I'm like, I'm on by, I'm gonna kick the crap out of this dude. So I start fighting him and I start winning and he starts to run. And as he's running away, as, a, as he's running away, um, Pantheon ults to me. And so he ults to me, he jumps on top of me, stuns me and they both kill me before my mid laner or my top laner can get there. Which is fine. I was like, oh, I felt bad because I was like, oh, man, I give up the first kill of our team for the match. So they kill me. The match continues on. Um, my mid laner is, isn't completely just beating the crap out of them, their mid laner, but he's denying them farm. He's, he's denying them plays. Or he's denying her the ability to roam or anything. She's on Annie. Um so he's doing really well there. He did end up getting four kills on her. Uh, and as the match progressed, their their support took a Shen to try to protect his team. Well, we got really far ahead. This match ended 30 and 8. Um, I ended this match with a 7, 2, and 13 victory. This was by far my most aggressive match of the tournament. Um, everyone on my team ended in a positive KDA, including our support. Our support went 3-1 in 18. Um, at some point during the match, we were like, okay, well, we want to end this, and we need to just catch out the Annie, and once we catch out the Annie, we win. And I was like, okay, well, we are hanging out in River towards Dragon at that point, and I put a ward over the wall, and Annie was right there, and I went, oh! I'm ulting on the Annie. I ult on the Annie. The Galio ults onto me, and the Echo shows up with his uh, his bubble and stuns Annie. We kill her. We kill the rest of the team. We take the dragon, and we immediately push. We take, I want to say, two turrets. Uh, we go to Baron, or we were about to go to Baron, and I was like, uh, guys, we're only 25 minutes in. That Baron's going to kick our ass. And so they're like, okay, we're going to back off. And so... We back to base, we get our items and everything. We just start rotating around the map outside their base, killing their, their turrets. We're picking off kills every so often, but we're still staying really safe. We're all just like, we're, we're, we're keeping our death count really low. And finally, the end of the game comes and uh, we are just this unstoppable force that they can't do anything about into their base. At one point I queue I queued in and I hit their Trindomir and their Trindomir immediately ulted. He was like, I'm going to die. He ults and I turn and I ult onto their Pantheon and my entire team turns and kills the Pantheon and completely ignores the Trindomir. And the Trindomir is like, oh, I'm going to live. And then his ult ends and we just turn on him and kill him and we kill the rest of the team and we end the game. And that was match one. Um, yeah. And that... Was match one. Yeah, and that was match one. 
Um, that, that was a stomp. It was it was really fun. Uh, match two, I they did they ban me off of Vi? I don't think they banned me off of Vi, but their team comp, comp indicated that I was going to need to play something that could deal with tanks um, and also sustain really well. So I went Trundle. Um, the enemy team had Nar in the top lane and then uh, had Tarek and they had a Master Yi. And they took uh, Velkaz in mid lane. So they had a lot of... Their, their team fighting was really good, essentially. They also had uh, Misfortune. So they had a lot of, like, AoE damage and stuns and invulnerabilities, and then they had a Yi to just clean everything up. Um, they didn't ban, ban out my mid laners Echo again, so he took Echo again. And uh, they did ban out my supports Galio, so my support went Thresh. My ADC stayed on Ash. I'm on Trundle, and my top laner... He wasn't sure what to pick, and while while this is all going on, like uh, somebody new came up and was sitting next to him and was like kind of goading him on to trying to pick like a troll pick or something like that. And he was like, "Man, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do." And I was like, "Dude, just uh, he's like, I could do this or this." And I think he said like I could do Darius or I could do like Vein Top or something like that. And I was like. I believe in your vein top, but I don't want to. I don't want us to. I don't want that to be a possible pitfall. So please just go Darius. And he's like, okay, fine. And so he goes Darius, and he's not nearly as familiar on Darius as he is with other champions. He's a really good player, so it doesn't matter. But he wasn't as familiar on Darius. Uh, so the match starts. He's up against Nar, and I can. He's kind of shaken because he's like, I like. Anytime he dies, he's like, man, I'm playing stupid right now. But he still ended the game pretty positively, and he still played like a Darius, like an unkillable tank, right? Like, he died a few times, but he still got to a point where he could just out-heal and outlive everything. And so... Um, so, as the match went on... Um, their biggest, the biggest issue we had was one, their uh, Master Yi diving our backline, which their Master Yi luckily wasn't very good. So he would like try to, he would do the exact opposite of what a Master Yi is supposed to do, right? Rather than waiting for his team to initiate and then he'd jump in and start doing damage in the team fight, he would actually try to lead the initiation and he would jump in and we would kill him. And then we'd go on to the team fight. But they still had a Velkaz doing true damage, and they had a Misfortune doing all of her crit damage in her ultimate, um, which were two biggest things that we didn't have a good time with. Uh, but we eventually got to a point where I was paying enough attention to the Misfortune every time we got into a team fight that right when I saw her animation going off for her ultimate, I would immediately pillar onto her and cancel it. <laughs> Which, when I realized I was doing that, I was like, this is awesome. I've never paid this much attention to Misfortune before in a game. Like, never. Usually, I wait for her ult to start, and then I try to do something to stop her from doing her ult, right? Like, if I'm on Wukong or something like that, I'll, like, jump to her and then ultimate to stop her ultimate. But her ultimate's already going. When I realized that I was stopping her ult before she was even, like, finishing her animation to ult, I was, like in my head I was like am I really doing this right now Did, was that me is this me doing this 
Um, so yeah, uh, we end up taking the game because basically we could just pick apart their team one by one. If their Velka their Velkas did not have enough damage to uh, kill me and Darius before Darius could pull him. So I would use my pillar on Misfortune to stop her ult. He would pull Velkaz to stop his ult. And we would just tear them apart. And they're, and Tarek, I, I told the team early on, I was like, hey, um, if Tarek pops his ult in a team fight and he's frontlining, kill him. Because if we kill him before his ult goes off, his ult's not going to go off. <laughs> and they were like, okay. So I would ult on the Tarek, we would kill him, and then we would just proceed to win the team fight. So, and that's how that match went all the way up until the end. The match went 32 minutes long, and we ended 15 and 30. The enemy team put up a much better fight, but nonetheless, uh, lost. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, all in all, very, very fun tournament. Um, I had yes. a blast. Um, I posted a couple pictures. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that all being said, Brennan, I'm going to propose something to you right now live here on the podcast. I'm going to propose to you right now here Aww. on the podcast. Yeah, let me just tie my shoe like first. That. Oh, let me just tie my shoe first. Oh, you okay. got me all, all giddy <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> but um, so we just talked a lot about LCS or about the uh, promotion tournament, and we also just talked a lot about um this like a the, lot the, the, yeah our cities thing we talked a lot mostly me talks a lot about this mm -hmm. well why don't we hold off on talking about horn until saturday and then we can release that on monday i'm okay with that yeah you good with that you heard it here first first people um yeah so uh just closing out the cities or cities um uh, I do have to say that the uh, teams A and team B uh, just want to say thanks uh, for everything. Um, pretty much, you guys just fucking killed it <laughs> the whole fucking season, which was really nice. Um, mm -hmm. Really good team morale. Uh, I just really enjoyed being there, um, hanging out with all these people, um, my team specifically. Uh, I really enjoyed playing with them. Uh, to, so shout outs to Jexery, uh, Canadian... Mounty, uh, my top laner. Jexiri was my mid laner. Lost Profits yeah. was my support. And then, of course, OTB, um, my jungler. So, uh, shout out to them. Uh, just, I, I had such a, had, had a good time. Um, even though we lost uh, because of team, I think it was team A, um, I definitely don't hold anything against them. They played their fucking hearts out. Uh, the only game they lost was that one. Uh, they have nothing to be ashamed of. I, I'm proud. I'm not. I don't want to sound like a father figure, but uh, I was just proud to be a part of the team. Uh, it was just really nice, and thank you to everyone. Uh, yeah. I'm a part of the Discord. I'm actually gonna uh, let everyone know that this episode will be in the Discord probably about tonight or tomorrow. So yeah. uh, if you listen to it, uh, hit us up. Uh, we'll play games. Uh, tell us what you like, what you don't like. So uh, yeah, yeah uh, thank I, you. I would also. Playing. I would. I would also like to thank Phoenix Blaze. I would like to second all your thoughts, and I want to thank my team as well. Um, so you there in the mid lane, Weeaboo Joe on your Echo, you were amazing. Uh, Akram Razor, your uh, your abilities as our support 
were very good. And I also thank you very much for listening to our episode. Uh, I, I want to say he listened to episode 14. And he was like, where's the where's the new stuff, man? And I was like, the tournament's going on, bro. Um, but yeah, you did, <laughs> you did amazing. In that last match uh, on Thresh, you were hooking like no one's business. And when you were on that Galio in the first match of the semifinals, you had my back all the way in no matter who i was going in on you had my back so thank you very much shulo your arrows and your misfortune ultimates will be missed uh you're a great you're a great player man and you were all you were by far probably the most consistent person on our team you always stayed head in the game and you were you were always playing safe you were always playing strong and you were always cleaning up any team fight that we were putting down so thank you very much um, and then finally, Mr. Oreo FTW, you were an amazing shot caller. You kept our team in the game. And thank you for having the flexibility to, uh, to you know, just kind of stick with us and, and listen to us if we had a concern or anything like that, not freaking out or anything if we weren't going with the exact call that you were, th- that you were throwing out there. So, yeah. You guys were great. I'm, I'm hoping to play some flex games with you guys in the future. Maybe maybe hook up with you, Weeaboo Joe, and get into that solo <laughs> get into the solo queue and just duo it out, you know? It was, it was a lot of fun. These guys were great. They're they're a whole bunch of fun to play with. So. Yeah. And uh, I, I forgot to mention, uh, my mid laner, Jexery, I don't, I don't remember her name. I'm very sorry. Um, thank you again for the uh, chocolate balls. Uh, <laughs> she made us chocolate balls. Um, so yeah, and thank you, Ricky, um, for all your support. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Actually, you're you know welcome. what? You're fucking welcome. I'm the one that told you to do it. I'm the one who convinced you to do this shit. You're welcome. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. For, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm humble. Hanging out with me and being the good guy, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you You're for very humble. Thanks for not making me live up to my promise of me paying the sixty bucks for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Bro. I'm, worried about it. I'm happy I got the jersey. So Yeah, for sure. I, I was super stoked when when I got there and they handed me the jersey and I was like, Oh snap, this is a real jersey. This is a legit jersey. This is not a freaking t shirt. This is a jersey. I can wear this with pride. <laughs> right. Oh, and I also have to shout out uh George Bailey, uh, he during my scrims he was my top laner, and then uh, we switched to Canadian Mountie. I don't know why, um, for some reason they had to switch, but uh, shout out to him. Um, yeah, good stuff. George Bailey, that was literal. That was seriously his name. Yeah. What a great League of Legends name, right? He probably loved playing on Christmas. He's a uh, he's actually a teacher. I don't actually. I'm not gonna. I don't want to give out his life, but, uh, yeah, he's doing it right <laughs> by the kids. Let me just say that. Yeah. But do you, do you get the reference of George Bailey? I don't. From, uh, it's, or it's either miracle on 34th street or it's a wonderful life. I want to say it's a wonderful life. Yeah. I, uh, I don't, I haven't watched those. Either Every those. time a bell rings an angel gets its wings. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, that derailed. Um, cool. Uh, so, do you have anything else, or you want me to plug out? No, plug out, man. Plug away, huh? Cool. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, if you, uh, 
I haven't said this yet, uh, if you listen in the past, yeah. If you like us, we have a Facebook page. It's the Twisted Trio Podcast on Facebook. Go ahead and give us a share, a like. Um, maybe a Phoenix Blaze. Uh, shout out that you're part of Phoenix Blaze. And uh, maybe we'll do another, well, let's do another drawing for a skin. How about that, huh? Yeah. So let's do, um, you want to do, well, we're going to have to do share again because uh, I can't track down the likes. So go ahead and share the page. <laughs> go ahead and share our Facebook page. And um, after a week, starting today, um, uh-huh. what is today? The 16th. So a week from the 16th, uh, I will go ahead and pull who whoever is on the shared list. And uh, I will randomly pick one and gift you a skin if you want. Uh, so uh, share us there. Uh, if you like to tweet, if you like the tweets, uh, we are on Twitter at Twisted Trio Pod. Um, we still need someone to get on there and start using it more, but um, we're working on it. And as always, if uh, you want to email us um, any questions, comments, concerns, um, we would even like to read some on the podcast. We just haven't got any yet. Um, all of that stuff can be directed at our at our Gmail. It's uh, mail.twistedtrio at gmail.com. And that is about all. Thank you again for listening to the Twisted Trio podcast. I am your host, Brennan Call Me Nighthawk Weber, here with Camping Dragon Medina, and we will catch you guys next time. Bye.